Okay, welcome to No Excuses Real Inspiration with Scott Marshall. So I'm pleased to welcome Andreas all the way from Sweden on today. So the viewers won't know Andreas, he's a football coach, a personal trainer, but could you give a wee intro of who you are and what you do? Absolutely, Scott. Thank you. And uh, thanks for having me. Uh, so, yeah, my name is Andreas. I'm living in Sweden, 30 years old. Uh, my fitness journey began uh, around 2010 or 2011, I think. Um, just random. My, um, my dad brought me to the gym on regular occasions. And then uh, I was a quite skinny guy, or a very skinny guy back then, like 60 or 62 kilograms on... Uh, 190 plus centimeters, so quite skinny. And um, yeah, started um, liking the gym, uh, getting results. And from uh, from then, I um, started going on the gym by myself. Uh, yeah, seeing results, and uh, I think I gained like 10 or 15 kilos first year. Uh, what some may refer to the new begins. So yeah. Uh, from then it gets tougher and tougher, but uh, yeah, uh, started getting into um, more science of uh, fitness and uh, the training parts and the nutrition really got me interested. Uh, so that's why I started in 2013, uh, studying for my bachelor's degree in uh, sports science. Uh, it's a three-year education. Uh, yeah. So from 2016 and onwards, I've been working as a personal trainer and a fitness coach in, uh, in football. Yeah, no, good. Um, so are you working with a specific football club? Uh, yeah, uh, they're called the Vossalund. It's in the Swedish second division. All right, cool. So how, how are they getting on this season so far? Uh, struggling, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. We have uh, we have our highs and we have our uh, downs. You say, uh, yeah, and on the lead level, uh, there are um, small margins, so yeah, no, struggling, but uh, we're fighting, yes, ah, good. Um, so we're here today to find out about your journey, where it all began. So we're going to go back to you know your school years. So, what sort of sport and activities were you involved in back then? Uh, before getting into the gym with my dad. Uh, no gym experience whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, I played some uh, football. Yeah. Uh, and some floorball. Don't know if you know what it is. Uh, no, explain that to me. Yeah. Uh, think ice hockey. Yeah. But, uh, with the ball and on the floor. Ah, okay. Five v five. <laughs> uh, five players. Uh, one goalkeeper each team. Ah, good. Periods. So, kind of like ice hockey, but on, on the floor. Yeah. Uh, very popular in Sweden. Yeah. And also I played some ice hockey as well. No, good. Uh, yeah. So that's my sporting background. Yeah. So did, did you, obviously you mentioned that you were pretty skinny, um, you know, in your younger years. Um, did you find that a challenge? Was that a challenge for yourself growing up? Uh, or did you have yeah. any other challenges um, that would maybe, you know, put you off doing certain sports? Uh, I don't think it's my own mental battles, to be honest. Okay. Uh, never really got bullied or never 
I think no one will mention it. Maybe some some people close to me mentioned I was skinny, but never really thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then when I seeing uh, start seeing results, then it really got up to me that yeah, yeah, I was quite skinny. <laughs> yeah, no, good. But you're obviously you're you're in a much happier place now that you've put on a wee bit more weight, more muscle. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I think it's like twenty five kilos up. So. <laughs> Yeah, so no, a, a very big difference. Um, and then for yourself, Andreas, um, what does fitness mean for you? Oh, that's a tough and a very broad question. Uh, <laughs> I think it's about well being, uh, to be honest, uh, not even not only physical, but uh, mental and social as well. Yeah, yeah, they're all interconnected with each other. If you feel good in your body, you're gonna feel good in your head and vice versa because no. I think you you really realize as well when you train and work out you feel clear in your head and happier and more sociable and yeah no definitely and then you know obviously in the past maybe 18 months going on two years we've been battling uh, COVID you know so for yourself over in Sweden um, how would you say um your fitness levels were, you know, compare it pre-COVID to post-COVID, would you probably say you're in a better state of fitness now compared to pre-COVID? can't speak for every other Swede, but for me personally, I think it's pretty much the same, actually. Yeah. Uh, because we haven't really had a big lockdown in Sweden. Okay. It's been uh, pretty open. Of course, there have been some regulations and stuff, but not really the lockdown part. Yeah. Uh, so the gyms have had some limits on how many people they let in at, at one right, time. Okay. Um, but no, they haven't been locked down. No. Okay. Well, that, that's quite interesting to hear because obviously in the UK, um, they closed every gym, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, you know, mental health is a big battle in, you know, in the UK. But obviously within Sweden, you guys don't have that problem. Not to the same extent, I think, but yeah. uh, really, I don't want to talk for everyone. Yeah, no, no. Some may have suffered. No, definitely. And and then, obviously, um, from your own background, would you say um, the benefits of, you know, people exercising outdoors and, you know, going to the gym are benefits of to reduce mental health? Do you mean if it's just only mental health? Yeah, yeah. So just um, you know, if you know, if people are stressed out, you know, they could go for a walk and go to the gym, you know, just to escape from you know the the mental battles. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of difference. And you have some studies or a lot of studies showing yeah. that as well. Uh, that if you work out regularly, it doesn't have to be very much, but maybe like like a walk sometimes or a run, or if you lift want to lift weights. Depending on, depending on what you like, uh, it's going to make a lot of difference on the mental health, absolutely. No, definitely. Um, and for yourself, you obviously mentioned that you're a personal trainer, you're a um, football coach. You're, are you still studying just now, yeah? Yeah, I'm actually on my um, master's degree right now. Right, okay. Finishing <laughs> last year, uh, next year, sorry. So, yeah. Ah, good. Um, so you're very busy, yeah? Um, yeah, two jobs and a full-time study, so 
Right, okay. <laughs> so let's talk about your your fitness routine. How do you fit that into your, you know, your busy schedule? Yeah, I barely know that myself. <laughs> uh, I, try to, I try to squeeze it in uh, here and there. Uh, sometimes you have to give up like one hour of sleep, maybe. Yeah. Not always optimal, but trying to squeeze it in here and there. Uh, as I said, uh, just recently, you don't really have to train very much or very hard all the time just to get the benefits. Yeah. It's okay with like 50 minutes, half an hour. No, get definitely. Something, something going. Yeah. And then for yourself, Andreas, what's your bad habit? What's, what, what do you... Obviously, you mentioned there, sometimes you have to give up a wee bit of sleep. Is that one of your habits that you would say that you, you need to get out of that routine? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's also hard. It's a life puzzle, you know. I definitely agree that it's, you know, it's that old saying, burning the candle at both ends. Never heard of it, yeah. you never heard of that? Okay. <laughs> Oh, so so it basically means you're you're working uh, too much. Apologies, Alexa's speaking. <laughs> no problem. Uh, okay, so you obviously you do quite a lot of exercise. So if I was to say to you, what would be your favourite exercise to do? Uh, for me personally, yeah, yeah, you, you, when you're in the gym training, uh, yeah, uh, it depends on the mood actually. Um, right now, I don't have a certain goal, it is white. Some session I lift heavy, some session is more like uh, get the pump going, yeah, and the third day maybe it's an interval session on the treadmill. For now, it's kind of, kind of mixed, uh, which I like, yeah. As I said, I don't really have a certain goal right now. So okay. I only train for, for being fit and uh, stay healthy. And uh... Nah. Okay. So if I put the, the question in another context, if you were to go to a fitness class, um, if it was a circuit class, what would your favourite exercise be there? Uh, Bodyweight exercise. Yeah. Um, also tough because I like several you're right. Okay, you can you can name a few if you want. Yeah, I can uh, answer in a general term. Then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like compound movements like uh, the squats, push-ups, uh, deadlifts, pull-ups, dips. Yeah. Uh, a wee a wee variety. Yeah, yeah. So all the body weight and the compound movements, I think they're very effective. Yeah. Okay. And then if you turned up to that same class, that circuit class. And it would be the worst exercise. What would that be? <laughs> um, I would still do my best. Uh, try to be happy and push yeah. the other uh, other guys and girls in the in the class. Yeah. Uh, then uh, some uh, working with uh, group sessions as well. Sometimes. Yeah. Or we'll maybe talk to the <laughs> instructor as well. Give some hints and tips. <laughs> no, but, uh, some some classes it's more like you want to get the pump as well. Yeah, you need to isolate the muscles. So no, definitely. It all depends on the goals with the class. Yeah, exactly. And then 
So for yourself, you mentioned that you you enjoy a wee mixture, getting your pump on and the in the gym. So yep. what kind of music do you listen to to get you motivated? Uh, also depends on the session. Uh, okay, okay, so because uh, if my training routine is mixed, my musical taste is even more broader. To be honest. Okay. Uh, so if I lift heavy, it's more like heavy metal stuff. Okay. Uh, if you want to get the pump going, more hip hop, I think. Yeah. And uh, interval sessions, maybe some uh, techno hardstyle stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Usually, so it depends. Usually, ah, uh, good. You've got a wee mixture there. And then, Actually, yeah. what what's the worst type of music that would demotivate yourself? Um, whatever is played in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Very, good Very good answer. Very good answer. I agree. <laughs> no, no, no love songs. I'm going no. to war. So yeah. <laughs> exactly. No sad songs. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, so obviously, you've been on your journey for what? Am I right saying over 10, 11 years now? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. So what's your best memory of your fitness journey so far? It should be the beginning, I think, when I started seeing the results. Yeah. Uh, it got me motivated. Uh, that's what kept me going uh, until these days. Yeah. Oh, uh, and as a coach, uh, just seeing the happy faces on yeah. on everyone's faces uh, either when they finish the class or reach a goal or whatever yeah just their life change experience it's, uh, oh, it's very motivating definitely um so for yourself do you you mentioned earlier you've not really got a goal just now um but you know throughout the year you know throughout the years have you tracked your fitness goals uh, yeah Especially yeah. when I wanted to gain weight and muscle. So, yeah, good. Uh, always calculating what they've done, the recent uh, sessions, uh, recent months, and evaluating what I could change. If I had to change my routine or diet or whatever, counting calories, all that boring stuff, yeah. but yes. important stuff. So. Yeah, but it works, you know, it's beneficial to you. Yeah, uh, it, uh, it works in the end and it's worth yeah. it. So. No, good. And then if I could say to you, Andreas, um, what's the one thing that you would like to achieve within your fitness journey in the next year? It's a hard question because I haven't got a clear goal right now. You've not got a clear goal, but obviously you're, you're finishing your master's, yeah? So that, yeah. That, would, that would be right up there. That's one thing. Um, maybe gain back some strength. That I've lost uh, yeah. recent six months, maybe due to my hectic schedule. So yeah, definitely. There might, there might be a goal in the in the next year. We'll see. Yeah, and then if I could say to you, what's the best compliment you've ever received? That's from uh, some of my clients. Just thanking for uh, changing their their life, basically. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. The, getting there back into the gym and uh, some people never been to the gym yeah been afraid of the gym what people might say or if they look at them at some kind of way yeah uh, just thanking me for changing their perspective of the, the gym and the training no that, that's really nice to hear um, and then for yourself 
obviously you mentioned you have a, a mixture of training just now. So if I could say, what's three things that relates to your current training? Three things that relate to my current training. Um, just being uh, happy when I train. Yeah. That's the, I think the most important thing, not only for me, but for everyone. Uh, having fun doing what you do. Uh, so that's the main thing, actually. Um, if I don't have a clear goal, it's kind of hard to answer the yeah, yeah. number two and three, but uh, I think uh, gaining back some strength, number two. Yeah. Uh, number three, inspiring others. No, definitely. And I think as well that, you know, um, a lot of people who walk through the doors for the first time are very self-conscious of other users. So I think um, we need to be wary of that when we're, you know, taking clients in for the first time um, just to build up their confidence as they come through those doors. But no, um, fantastic. Okay, so before we round up, Andreas, I'm going to give you a quick fire questions and then you're just going to um, come back to me. So Okay, shoot. Okay, long distance or short runs? Should be quick answers, right? <laughs> uh, I think I've answered. It depends a lot. So, um, for me personally, yeah, yeah. Uh, then uh, short. I like intervals. Yeah, and then cardio or weights. 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 CrossFit. Yes or no? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Lift fast or slow? Uh, also depends um, on the goal. Uh, usually, for me, right now, fast. Yeah. And then burpees, yes or no? For my clients, yes. For me, no. <laughs> love that. Love that. Um, last one. Squat or deadlift? Ooh. Um, very tough one. I had to have a knife against my throat, which is squats. But it's a close one, very close one. It's a close one. <laughs> yeah. Nah, good. And then for yourself, obviously you're, you're finishing your master's next year. Um, you're still working um, as a personal trainer. You're still working with your football club. Um, where would you like to see yourself within the industry in five years' time? I'm not thinking that far ahead, actually. Okay, uh, so... But yeah. um, I really just want to get uh, better and better at what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. Improve as a coach, improve as a person, and uh, continue to help and inspire other people uh, the best way I can. Yeah. Um, next step like, as a coach. No, definitely. Um, so, Andreas, where can people find you online if they wanted to find out about personal training and your football coaching, etc. Yeah, I think the best way is my Instagram. Uh, Andreas uh, Aronen. It's kind of hard to translate into English, I think. But uh, maybe you can put up a link or something. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll stick up the link. Yeah, it's just my name. You can yeah. just search for it and you'll, you'll probably find me. I think I'm the only one with the name in the world. So. <laughs> the one and only. <laughs> one and only. I like that. Yeah. Um, and before we round up, um, do you get any questions from myself? 
yeah uh wondering a little bit about your fitness journey and uh, what your obstacles have been and how you like push through them and okay so basically um when i was 15 16 i had a broken ankle broken shin so i've got metal plates in my ankle um now um because i was trying to sneak in to play football i jump off a 30 foot fence and that leg kind of went onto concrete so i'm luckily like i'm i'm still able to run walk you know i'm you know i push through that barrier um and then when i was working as a pool lifeguard um, I started going to G-Cycle and Metafit, so indoor spin and then Metafit high intensity. So the two classes, um, you know, five times a week for six weeks um, in a strict diet um, and I lost two stone. And then on the back of that, um, I pushed myself through to do my level two gym instructor, my level three personal trainer. And then I've done other courses and then at the end of 2017, I got my gym job with Glasgow Club. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, the guys who helped me um, back, at, you know, when I was working on the pool, they gave me, you know, a programme and nutrition advice. Um, the guys really helped me. So now I want to help everybody else um, who comes through the gym, gym doors because I got the treatment back there and I want to deliver that now as well. Um, and the reason I've started doing my podcasts is because I've been involved in fitness quite a while now. Um, and I want to learn everybody's stories and journeys. You know, we need to learn a different angle of how everybody, you know, gets on that path. You know, where you started, how you got there, where, where you want to be in the next five, ten years, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, I absolutely love fitness. Um, the only the only thing that I was discouraged about was when I was 16, because of my pins and screws, I was medically discharged from the army. So that was the one thing I wanted to do. But I'm on another fitness career path. But yeah. yeah cool. Uh, you mentioned the pandemic. Yeah. How that affected you and the other people like in your gym. And... Yeah. So um, we were, I was put on to follow. Um, but I offered uh, free online classes um, for, you know, people who used to attend the gym at, at Glasgow Club Scotston. I also, at that point, I was working with a Celtic Football Club for the Girls Academy. So I was fitness coach and I was delivering fitness sessions for the girls online and other coaching staff. Um, so I was delivering about five or six sessions a day. So... Oh. My cardio was through the roof. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think hadn't I been doing that, I think my mental health would have really struggled, you know. Um, but yeah, um, but I'm glad that the gyms have reopened in Scotland and the UK. We're back to full capacity again. There's The only restrictions are, um, you know, you must wear a mask, enter in the gym, you must uh, spray down your kit, you know all the, the protocols, but more or less we're back to normal in Scotland anyway. Have you noticed any difference in the, with the members or the clients? Yeah, well, I would probably say I'm very apprehensive about um, returning 
because the, the numbers aren't as high as they were before the pandemic. Um, there's still a lot of people who have probably found smaller gyms that suits them or, you know, they've, they've found outdoor exercise because that was the only thing available in the UK. You could only go outside and maybe do running, cycling, walking. Um, there's group sessions that were outside as well. So I think people have actually found outdoors better than indoors in Scotland now. Yeah. Yeah. Might be the, the same thing here, actually. When I talk to some clients, they've started to enjoy uh, running and walking in the woods and stuff. So Yeah. <laughs> That's a good, good that is. day-to-day activity. No, definitely. Um, have you got any other questions before we round up? Yeah, just your general thoughts, like, like fitness-wise, what do you think the industry needs to improve? or? So, so I think the, the industry, I think we need to be more open about, you know, everybody who comes through the, the gym doors because we can't judge a book by its cover, you know. Um, I think that's the issue with some things. And I think, you know, just starting doing these podcasts, I think um, in the industry as well, we need to see each other as, you know, friends. We're not competition for each other. So yeah. we can all learn from one another. I think that's the biggest thing that we, we need to do because there's so many, like, you know, say I was doing a personal training session for £20 and then, um, Andreas, you're doing one for £15. You know, people always opt for the cheaper option, but, you know, just stop trying to undercut each other. Just, you know, be friends in the community, you know, learn off each other, you know, support each other as a business. I think yeah. that's what we need to do. Yeah, and I think some personal trainers only think sell, sell, sell. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Not, um, but not really look at the, the human no, definitely. Um, um, because I done uh, I done an interview with um Andy Wake, who is the owner of Boxer Size, um, and he's he basically says, uh, you know, being in an interview with me, he says he stopped doing it for a while, um, but he says I actually treated him like a human being, and I think that's what we need to do as you know coaches and trainers. We just need to treat everyone with the same respect. Exactly. Yeah. So of course, the personal training job is about selling, of course. Yeah. But somehow, my motivation is also seeing them going to the gym on their own. Yeah. So that's like a mission accomplished for me when they are self-going. No, definitely. Um, but no, it's been been great having you on this morning, Andreas. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for having me. No, thank you. This will be up, obviously, later. Um, but I'll send you over the links and stuff. But no, thank you, Andreas. Thank you. Take care.